what famous person died this week? Let's all go to the vending machine. Gonna get some silly does chatos and some chili cheese fritos. Yeah. Gonna get a Snickers and a Milky Way. to another edition of the bp and j podcast we're back again it's been 10 years this is bp and j anniversary edition in 8k joining me tonight and what up troy and what up is 8k a real thing i know you said that earlier and it's on the thing is it real no you know what's funny is it's kind of a joke because it's double 4k and i was like all right that's funny but uh ces is going on right now the consumer electronics show and mm-hmm. Sony is putting a big push into their new 8K televisions. Apparently, this is a thing that's around, but I don't know that there's anything you can actually watch in that resolution. So, isn't is it, I don't it, correct me if I'm wrong because Ron uh, has told me about this, but not a lot is offered in 4K. Like he had someone come over from the cable company to like check out everything, and he's like, "Well, we just don't offer that many 4K." broadcast except for these kind of like when hd but hd seemed to come much faster like 1080 like espn and sports like i remember going to bps obviously uh i don't i don't know why he's not here not you'll tell us later but um and watching like the one of the first hd broadcasts um probably i had seen that's actually in in hd so 8k i don't i don't know that's funny that it's a real thing though yeah yeah as far as the 4k goes i mean one of the biggest places or best places you can get it is is netflix everything all their original content so um any any new movie or tv show is available in 4k for the most part so can you now that go ahead oh i was just gonna say i have an apple tv that's uh, one of the 4k apple tvs so all the netflix stuff is like high resolution but outside of that, not much more other than YouTube. No, I wouldn't imagine that you switch from like a 4K to a 1080p to compare the difference in a film that you're watching in 4K. But can you make can you can you tell a noticeable difference? Uh, something between not not an old movie, not like Ghostbusters, but like a new HD movie compared to a new 4K movie. Like, can your eyes tell, or is it just? Um, not not really. More. more Okay. Not really. Okay. Like it's it's better, but like I think 1080p still looks great. I don't think it's a massive leap. Um, okay. Like, but the thing is, like, if you go buy a new TV, like, pretty much everything's 4K anyway. So, like, right, right. You know, we were we were in the market for a new TV, so we just happened to get. You know, it wasn't like a very expensive TV. Um, well, I think when you'll notice it, or at least how I notice it, is like because uh, you're. I've, we're talking as if this wasn't for just Matt Jones, but, uh, you know, obviously game play a lot of video games and those are all going to be going 4k and getting developed in 4k and stuff like that. And I think that will probably look better. Like I remember, I remember noticing the HD leap in video games first and be like, Oh my God, I can't go back to playing the Wii after I've seen an Xbox 360 at Matt Jones's apartment hooked up to, uh, I don't think it was HDMI that I think it was like, you know, component cables or whatever. So Right, right. Yeah. But I, it still looked badass years I, of war, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I still never seen uh the like, you know, the the Xbox One X is apparently, from what I hear, like the most premium 
game console as far as resolution and specs and all that right now. And mm-hmm. and from what I hear, you know, it's got HDR, which is the high high dy- high dynamic. Uh, I think it's resolution. It's lighting though, but basically, like the the difference between the different shades of red or from white to black is there's a lot higher contrast in colors. So apparently, it's okay. supposed to really pop, and then you also get the 4K. So with the bump in resolution and the color, it's supposed to look really really awesome. Um, but I've never actually seen that in in action so right on yeah too bad most of the stuff i watch is just youtube videos and stuff not in 4k but some someday i'd like to get especially if i get one of the new game consoles or something like that i'd want to have like a, a nice screen for anyway sure. yeah ces and tvs were not on the agenda sorry for derailing no worries no worries that's i mean we have to explain why the episode's in 8k so that's true we've done that now. bp is out waiting he's waiting in line for a new 8k from best buy it's he true heard they just they just got announced yeah he was gonna be here tonight and he's going there right after he picks up uh some wiper blades because he said that was pretty <laughs> important that he went to AutoZone tonight so um, you, so, you you say that with with humor, but wiper blades are important. Uh, last time I was back, I put a new set on my mom's car, and she was couldn't be more thrilled. Oh yeah, any any cold weather area, if you live in that, getting new wiper blades every year is is like a big deal. And we got our, I think we have our first big snow coming this Saturday, depending no. on when you listen to it. So uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Although I'm sure Harper will love it. Yeah, well, I, I, I did some uh, a little bit of scouting on sledding spots today you. in Carmel. So all right, all right, Clark. Yeah, no, I'm 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 excited. Like, take take your kids sledding for the first time. Like, we haven't had Hell real yeah. amount of snow in the last you know two or three years. So really, okay, bummer. Yeah. So well, she's probably at like a, a good age now where she can you know sled on stuff by herself, right? Like that would be a thrill. Right, right. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last time I took her sledding uh, was, I think, it would have been not obviously this winter, not last winter, but the winter before that. And my parents got her this like really nice LL Bean sled. Um, you know, Sweet. It's like all wood. It's like really cool. Oh, and, like a true toboggan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she literally fell asleep while I was pulling her around because we didn't have any hills where we were at. So I just kind of pulled mm-hmm. her around the yard and she fell asleep in the sled and she was not a baby like she was like three years old it was just yeah it was funny but yeah it's excited to do some sladding yeah Clark. driving no no thank you yeah all right well hey we're back uh and and from our estimation at least troy you're the bp and j historian but i think mm. it has been mm-hmm. 10 years i think our inaugural episode was 2009 i believe right around there so it it had to have been it had to have been close enough at least to call it 10-year anniversary so we thought let's bring it back you do have all the you have the episode somewhere sorry to interrupt so you could just listen and you were pretty good originally about saying the date during every intro that's a good point yeah that's a good point i will uh i'll go back i got a new hard drive on my computer and i don't have yeah that's probably probably true but no but today Episode mm. one of BP and J, ten year anniversary in eight K. Today's 8K. date is July tenth or June tenth, January tenth. Good God, James. <laughs> got all the J ones. Yeah, guess again. Process of elimination. Sw- swing and a miss. 
Uh, all right. Well, we've done some catching up, so we start the show with some catching up. Go Colts Always. on Saturday as well. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. I'm actually uh, pretty excited to to see what they do. Um, it's it's the team that Indianapolis certainly I want to say deserved, but um, I don't know. It's awesome. I really I really really like Andrew Luck a lot, much much more so than Peyton as like. Uh, no, I, I take that back. Peyton always came on camera as like a super nice, jovial, like positive person. But I know I've seen videos of Peyton like, you know, pissed off and like yelling at people. And I don't think I've ever seen Andrew not smiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Luck seems so, like somebody like we would want to hang out with. Yeah. And you can check the tape because we might have recorded and talked about it. But when that dude from the Patriots bailed, no, I'm almost 100% positive it was one of the early BPNJ 4Ks where I was like, good fucking riddance. That's the best thing that could have happened. We don't want one of those fucking people on our team. And Frank Reich, right, mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, took a 5-1 and one, or a 1-5 and five team to 10 out of 11 or something crazy like that. Like, the Colts are getting national press. They're talking about them every single day. Obviously, because in the playoffs, but, like, beyond right. that, you know, they're not talking about all the other teams as much as – um, Andrew Luck and uh, Frank Reich and the Pacers and Ryan Grigson, right, is our GM. Not Ryan Grigson anymore. It's oh. um, yeah, he got fired. Um, sorry, the other guy. The I new, can't remember his a, name. You're right. Yeah, but sorry. but yeah, I mean, and everybody loves a comeback. So like you know you know he had sure. this whole he had this injury and then he was sat out for like pretty much a year and people were like eh. He's never going to be what he was and like we were expected to be, have a losing season this year. We were low on all the like preseason rankings and then to come back and like you know like I'm not trying to overhype this weekend's game but like if I were playing against the Colts like if I knew I had the Colts upcoming I'd be worried like the way we're playing right now like defense is outstanding offense is outstanding like the coaching that the you know and you look ahead we've got all the salary cap space where we can uh, you know, we could we could like sign Le'Veon Bell next year, and have him on our team with what we already have, and still have back money. Or wide receiver or neither. Uh, he's 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 considered the best running back in the NFL. He's on the Pittsburgh Steelers. He sat out the whole year over a contract dispute, which I'm not a big fan of that personally. But For sure. Um, but like he is, there's no like the second the second best running back is is. He's is a distant second, we'll we'll say. Um, but so, dude, our guy, what's what's our big running back's name? Oh, Marlon Mack. Yeah, dude, that guy is fucking baller. Oh like, yeah. I don't. I just want him. Like he was mowing people down. Like that's the. I mean, that's the any, any Colts fan's dream of like. Yeah, we got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but we don't need him to throw a hundred thousand passes a game because right. we have a badass running back and a badass O line. Exactly. And it seems like they're both taking a uh, pride in what they do. And we, you know, obviously talent, it's like poker, man. Yeah. Coaching and, and energy can do some, but if you don't have just the, the raw goods, like you're not going to get too far and right. They have both, both it seems. So yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's why I'm so excited about the salary cap thing is like, whatever we get next year, like we're already pretty good and we have the most cap space of any team in the NFL, meaning we can spend the most money of any team in the NFL in the off season. And we'll wow. have some re-signings and things like that. But like, 
we can we can go bananas and get all sorts of crazy players and you know and, and they'll have to think about like well we're already pretty good so like do we need that player do we need this player so so it's uh it's very very good time to be a Colts fan yeah and I'll say this I mean I know the the uh, Seahawks were just in the playoffs and are now out of it and um, the Brohawks I really yeah and I really the, uh, I really was like you know what I should I shouldn't be such a curmudgeon snarky hipster and call them the sea hags and and be you know not abrasive but like not not embracing their the the local team at all um, so I was like oh, I'll try to give it a try and it, I lasted maybe maybe five minutes and I was like <laughs> nope do I could not care less about about this team no matter how because I was like okay they're in the playoffs I can I can get on board as the playoffs I'm excited about the playoffs just because you know it's a finality not even not even that not even the whole season on the line could it make me care about well they're also the lo- the not local the most team. exciting team right now either too I mean they're not super fun to watch they did make it the playoffs but they got eliminated you know last weekend so sure but, but you brought it's, up something funny I want to I want to bring yeah, up real quick yeah. sorry you, please you called them the sea hags and I don't know that anyone has ever put together a list of all the like what do people call their team when they suck like you have the sea hags you have <laughs> the dolts you have uh the bung- <laughs> I heard that one the bungles uh the bungles uh <laughs> and then one of my favorites of all time is instead of the saints they used to call them the eights <laughs> And it, but like, I'm sure every team has like one of those that I don't know. You know, I don't know them all, but like the yeah. Ains, the Aints is 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 so good. See, if BP and or Matt Jones were here, and Matt Jones could be on the show now, it's very easy just to call in on on uh, Google Chat. Well, it's not easy to connect through Google Chat, but once we're connected, it, it has yeah. There, and I just I I swear I've looked at it and tried to get it to work, and I just can't figure it out. I'm stupid. No, I, I agree. I have a lot of trouble with it too. But one thing that's cool, our new podcasting uh, host is a company called Anchor, and it's 100% free. They didn't pay me to say that, but like, um, it looks pretty cool. But one thing that's cool is if you're listening and you get the Anchor app and you look for us, you can, from your, from your phone, you can listen to the episodes, of course. You can still get them from iTunes and all that. But if you use the app, the Anchor app, you can send us a voice message. So we could like somebody could just hold their phone and like be like, hey, uh, BP and Jay, uh, you know, I really didn't like the way uh, Rick Smith played last night. And, uh, you know, and then and then we'll get a notification and it, like it allows you to drop the audio into the podcast if you want to, which is funny. Interesting. So I'd, I'd be curious to listen to an example of a successful show on whatever that. Oh, anchor anchor. You know what I mean? Like if. Yeah. If, I listened what, how they Yeah, in, I listened uh, to a couple of them today and they weren't they weren't too bad. With with audio from people audioing oh, in? I did not I did not hear that. It's it's not like it's not a call in method. It's like somebody during the week they could listen to the episode and they could just send us a message and it'd probably sound like a voicemail. Right, and the, the so it's more for just feedback or to put in the show? You can do either. Like oh, okay. You, yeah, okay. we could just listen to them or you could put them in the show if you wanted to. Okay. Well, I, that makes sense as like a way to give feedback. Like, hey, I, I really liked it. Or, I mean, kind of like a comment in a YouTube video or something like that. Right, right. Exactly. Okay. So, I, we got I'm a question from a listener this week. Uh, 
uh, beef, like PTI. Beef Steven, Beef McStevens uh, wrote, or what was Doug's name that he always used? Randy McStevens. Randy McStevens, yeah. He wrote in. Hey, Jay Money and Fat Troy. Yeah. I was wondering what you thought about such and such movie. Right. And what up? Right. Thanks for calling in, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just texted you 15 minutes before the show started. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's transition to uh, Hey, Troy. Yo. What you been watching? Uh, let me pull up my phone. And I do know we will have an audience of at least. Well, the good thing is if no one else is doing it, Dave will definitely listen. Doug will definitely listen. Matt Jones has already very excited about it. So, um, excellent. Well, hello, yeah, Matt Jones. It, it it will be for it won't be for not. I have been watching Tombstone, Apollo thirteen. Uh, we don't need to talk about Ocean Mysteries documentaries because that's kind of one of those rabbit hole things, and that never is something that's very interesting. Um, ocean. I oh, just that. like that it says in quotes "Ocean Mysteries documentaries." I would watch that. Okay, I would okay watch so let's that. talk about that. Then, Honestly, I'm I, more I interested about that than anything else on your list because it's just hilarious. Okay, so tomb, Tombstone, three and a half out of four. Dwayne Johnson's. Okay. Apollo thirteen. Two out of four. Dwayne Johnson. You didn't even get the half. Not even two and a half. I, I was really thinking about it, but I was, I, I was definitely invested, and then I started. I definitely it was a. I started doing something else movie, and I've seen Tombstone before, and I didn't do something else during that movie because that's I really like Kurt Russell. So, uh, and uh, that's the one of the only movies that I really really like. Um, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Oh, I'm probably so good in that. Yeah. That's, that's probably been one of my what you've been watching since like oh. two years ago. Like I saw Tombstone. <laughs> I know, but it's 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 all like it's always good to bring up Tombstone and Val Kilmer always gets brought up about how he's he's near at near death and he's so funny in it and like and he's a badass and you're afraid of him. And he's just oh he's such a good character. Doc he's Doc well, Holiday, right? Yeah, yeah. And every time I watch it, I, I pick up on something new, like the end fight between him and Kyle Reese from Terminator and Hicks from Aliens is because in the street earlier, the one guy was saying, I want to play a game for blood and they, they gets broken up. And then he's saying, Oh, I wasn't kidding. So it's referencing that point. And I never realized that I thought he just went out there and obviously saved Kurt Russell's life. Cause Kurt Russell wouldn't have been able to beat that guy, but right. he had a blood feud with him from earlier that, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's corny at times, of course, I think just cause it's, you know, made in the '90s or whenever, but oh man, mm-hmm. great movie! Yeah, totally. I, I will, I will give that four out of four. Kurt Russell's. Oh my. Um, <laughs> four out of four. Okay. Yeah, we won't talk about Kotaku because you're watching that now, which is wonderful. Um, and I won't talk about speedrun documentaries, although you should watch those too. Real quick, real, but real quick for for uh, yeah. for listeners at home, uh, the yeah. what? Okay, so what you have on the list, and I know what this is, but it says Kotaku, in parentheses, Hoosier personality, and just. Yeah. Uh, like, what is that for people that might be interested? Because only people that are going to list this are from Indiana, probably. That's true. And Matt Jones, who probably already knows what this is. But uh, so, so far as I understand, because I haven't done the research, but Kotaku is just a video game web source in the, in the, in the same vein as IGN, which you know, GameSpot, I think it's called, not GameStop. Yeah. 
um, which they're I one of the, they're one of the big video game websites. Yeah. Yeah. One up.com, all those kind of things. But, um, uh, a review I watched for Dragon Quest 11 uh, had this person that was very, very funny, very likable. What's um, his name again? I was very uh, Tim. I know. I remember, I remember his, his name last was... name now. I'll look it up. Tim Rogers. Me. Tim Rogers. I'm sorry. It's yeah. a very basic name. Tim Rogers. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was like, oh, man, this this guy is hilarious. You know, I, I love this. So I watched another video. And he mentioned buying whatever game it was at the Castleton Mall GameStop, mm -hmm. which was then called, you know, EB Games, which I spent many, many hours in. Um, Matt Jones and I have a lot of history there. I was like, what? How is this guy talking about Castleton Mall? Right. So I looked him up. He went to Indiana University. I guess he lived in Indiana for some amount of time, but then went to Japan and uh, he took languages. I know this is weird, but he also talks about this in his uh, videos. Mm -hmm. um, and he does have a Wikipedia page, but, um, you know, did game development for, uh, interpretation cause he's a, a language guy, uh, master or uh, studied languages, all that kind of stuff. And then, Oh, were they now do, does, like localization? I think so. Like, he, I mean, he worked for, I don't know if it was Sony or someone doing, um, a major, a major project that ended up being, Oh no. Uh, uh, uh oh, shit. I can't remember what it was now. I got you though. Yeah, yeah, anyway, um, so had a lot of history in the games business and then does, you know, YouTube videos and game journalism now, so it was a fun connection, and it's just a goofy YouTube personality, which I think a lot of people would find obnoxious or abrasive because it's a, you know, a voice and a gimmick, but that's kind of what makes me almost okay with it because it's not someone being a goofy radio DJ that's trying to make you believe that they're like this all the time. Right. It's like the uh, red letter media where it's like, okay, it's just a character and you can either buy into this and be like, I like that it's so dry. And I mean, it's almost the, uh, the same thing. Like his, his voice and his mannerisms or voice, you know, right. inflection is almost the same as Mr. Plinkett. Like, I don't like this game at all. Blah, blah, blah. But then part, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I find his humor, and that's and that's the real trick. It's like, are the jokes funny? All of his joke, not all, but his jokes are incredibly funny. As are Red Letter Media's. You don't have to like the personality of the character, but their jokes are really, really good and make me laugh. So anyway, yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm with you. Like I, I really like him too, and and you'd mentioned him to me, and I was watching. Um, he did a video over the holidays. Uh, like just maybe in the last week and he's playing a uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe that's co cool. coming out on the Switch I think like this Tuesday maybe or maybe it's out nice. now um, but uh, he's playing it with one of his buddies and he talked about in the video going home to Waffle House in Greenfield Indiana which is where I grew up there, maybe he's from where you're at. So, and and I looked him up, and his graduation year is pretty close to ours. So, like, there must be some six degrees of separation where we like somehow know this guy. Um, but yeah, he's really really funny. I like him a lot. He's a, he's a you real, would think so, bro. Well, and the thing that I like is that he is at least three to five years older than me. So it's 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 nice to find a new personality that's not. You know, like I can't watch an 18 year old YouTuber. Like I'm just not going to be able to do that. Right. I don't think. I get like that. it's a stretch enough for me to like post him alone because he's in like his earlier mid 20s, and it's like, 
Right. It's music. You know what I mean? It's music, not necessarily. It's art, not necessarily. Well, we're we're elder millennials, you know, like we are technically millennials. And like, I know you could even argue whether or not I am uh, because I some people say, like, it starts in 1983. But uh, Mm. but I wouldn't be. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I are very close in age, but like the the whole thing is that like we kind of identify with the millennials and as far as like interests and and some of our experiences and that kind of thing you know growing up getting facebook for the first time all that kind of stuff but like we're on the old side for the quote-unquote millennials so it, it is nice to see like a youtube personality come about that's like closer to our age and not on the 20 year old mark kind of thing well and not only because they have the same interests and they talk about this i mean all this playstation games like i remember that era and buying them and that's why i watch like game scoop or stuff like that and why like those personalities because they're my age or a year or two older so obviously lots of similarities but you know they're also going to not be talking about stuff about you know 18 what 18 year olds are into like they're not you know what i mean like uh so yeah Partner. But I wonder if I, I wonder if young people like it. Probably not. Eighteen year olds probably hate Damon Hatfield. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, good question. But yeah, good good recommendation to check him out. It was Tim what again? Tim Rogers. Tim Rogers for Matt Jones. Matt, I bet Matt Jones knows him because yeah. he went to Japan. I always Matt joke with Matt Jones because like I'd be like, so do you know so and so? And he's like, yes, Troy. I met everyone while in Japan. Do you know Shigeru a- Miyamoto? Did you hang yeah. out with him? <laughs> It's yeah. like, well, because when you think about Japan, it's like all of Japan is just Tokyo and like new noodle bars or sushi bars. It's like, uh, no, it's a whole fucking country. Right. But, uh, it's very compact. Yeah. yeah. As far as like population density or whatever. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, you had one other thing. Or are you talking about that or nah? Oh, Ocean Mysteries. I uh, can really quick. It's just. Is that what you were talking about? I was talking about speedrun documentaries. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It's just—I mean, we've talked obviously before. I'm—I'm I'm very much into uh, speedrunning and watching. Actually, uh, AGDQ was just last week. I couldn't watch it live, so it's—it's it's now posted on YouTube, or at least it's getting posted. But anyway, like you know, people playing video games as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what a speedrun is, and, and breaking it, breaking them usually in just unbelievable ways. Well, it's gotten so. I think I think this is a proper use of meta, but now there are videos documenting the history of people trying to break the speed runs. And like when I watch these these runs on on the the games on Quick, which is for charity, it's wonderful like live stream event, mm-hmm. um, raised millions and millions of dollars. Um, you know, you're just seeing like this person that has tried to perfect this, basically like a live performance, like playing in a, in a, in a show. Like, yeah, we recorded this song and it's perfect, but this is our best attempt to play it live. Mm-hmm. Like these people spend hours and hours, like they do 14 hour, 16 hour runs of these games for like weeks and months on end trying to outdo each other mm-hmm. on, you know, Twitch streams and stuff. So it's like this whole, like I thought it was a subculture, yes, but like I didn't know it got like this like deep into it. And it's it's been very fascinating to me to be like, oh my gosh, like this is what millennials are doing. So and what? it's all video games that we grew up with. You said speedrun documentaries. Like, is there like specific ones that you would recommend? Like, what? Like, where? Where should I start? Because I mean, I, that sounds like it'd be up my alley. I'll have. Let me. I'll send you links to it. Um, okay. 
uh, it, uh, or, or you just search YouTube, uh, the, the, uh, the guy that does it runs and, and he might still have the world record for Mike Tyson's punch out. Okay. But, uh, it's called summoning salt, two words. Okay. And basically take your pick. He goes through like the very, the very popular, like super Mario 64, 120 stars, like the competition for the past 15 years. And the first person ever uploaded a video of it to the current world record holder and, how it changes and then how people found strategies that you can clip through this wall and then how other people would use that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like they're 15 to 25 minutes. And again, not for, not for everybody at all, but as you and I grew up, I, I know that I did, and I'm pretty sure you did, yeah. you know, all those Nintendo, super Nintendo games, Sega games. It's fascinating to me to see how people have tried to beat Mike Tyson's punch out and how they think they have it calculated down, down to, there's certain games where you can't get any, it's just not possible. The game, how it's programmed, I think Mario Brothers won. Unless they find some new glitch, the way it frames out, it mm. can't be done any faster than whatever the current world record. So it's just, yeah. it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid, completely worthless mm-hmm. information or entertainment to store in my brain, but it's it's what keeps me glued to the to the set. Sure. Yeah. I won't, I won't. I won't watch four star movies about war <laughs> drama and personal triumph, but I'll watch thirty minutes of how Super Metroid uh, No Clip got down to twenty seven minutes and thirty five seconds by, you know, Bong Ripper four twenty. I can respect X-X-X. that. Yeah, I can respect that though, because like I mean, we all had the friend who was better than us at video games, so it's like. Like, we all grew up, if we played video games, like, remember watching someone go, man, you know, man, I can't believe how good this person is at this game. And this is just on that level times, like, a million, you know? Like, the best sure. ever. Like, you're watching the best possible playthrough of a video game. As fat, Like, to be the fastest, you pretty much have to be the best at the game, more or less. Or find, right, all, you know, right. the most exploits. And I do like what you said about how, like, a new glitch comes about and it becomes this, like thing that's known within the community that everybody uses and then now they implement that into their strategy yeah there's there's one in particular that's like something with mario kart 64 sorry this is getting very specific and nerdy and all this is the last thing i'll say about it because i think you should just watch them and now i'm going to go after we get all talking i'm going to go watch watch one of them again but oh yeah where the percentage chance to get three of this certain clip in a row is like almost mathematically insignificant and this person spent i don't know how many hours it's ridiculous doing it and you know has it recorded live and it's just again worthless completely if the world was to end tomorrow none of that would matter but it's it's fascinating that people are that dedicated to things that we would just thought were toys you know yeah yeah um and i I think they still are like you should probably practice guitar not mario kart 64 but (laughs) dude these people are making like the one guy uh that runs Mario three. He was on the, uh, Colbert show. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it made national, at least some of those guys have made national news. So crazy. Yeah. And they win tournaments and, and stuff too. Right. Which have like uh, cash prizes. Professional video game players do. I don't know if speedrunners do. Um, that's all for charity. Like they uh, usually get donations to get, to get them like the famous speed. Run. I mean, they, they make their living on, um, Twitch. Oh, okay. Like people will sit there and donate to what's that guy I sent you the um, Yoshi's Island Trihex, I think mm-hmm. like 
you'll just see like so-and-so donated $500. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So someone put their credit card or bank info in and clicked yes to send this guy playing Mario World 2 $500 just for the 15 seconds I've been watching it. Right. That that makes me kind of sick and it also makes me like that's not possible or this is going to be okay now and then this is going to dry up and like what are people that play Mario Brothers 2 for a living going to do? when they apply for a job somewhere else, if it's not. Yeah. I mean, and the, the funny thing is like, you know, there's people out there like they're, they're, they're equivalent to that is Michael Jordan or something. And like, but the people like this, you know, that this is their favorite thing in the world. Like the guy who did that super Mario world, uh, two, uh, speed run, like they are the Michael Jordan of their biggest interest, you know? So like, I kind of get that, like, you know, like instead of going to buy Jordan's jersey, I'm going to send Jordan the money directly via PayPal or whatever, you know. So, like, I mean, I'm not going to spend my money that way, but it's it's I kind of I kind of get it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's at, but my, my thing is, like, are there really, really wealthy young people that I don't know about? Because I can't, I can't imagine any of my friends that have children or any of my friends that are living paying all their own bills to say like, yeah, I like this guy playing Mario 2. I'm going to send him 500 bucks. Unless right. you're just stupid, stupid, stupid rich. Right. So like where, who's donating this money or is it all like, I don't know. I, it, right. it blows my mind. It's one of those like get off my lawn. I don't under, I think it's wonderful and I'm, you know, if I was, 20 years younger and 18 and playing counter-strike professionally like that'd be a dream come true yeah but how how long can that sustain itself i don't know yeah fascinating fascinating to me yeah no totally anyway sorry that's yeah there you go summoning salt if you want to watch okay documentaries about about <laughs> speed running video games check the links in the description you'll find that uh find that in there after the show posts we're going to leave Ocean Mysteries a mystery until next week or okay. next six months from now, whenever we do this again. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll leave it a mystery and what you've been watching, Jeremy. Yeah, I've been and, talking forever. And, and no, Troy, true story. Like, I kind of want the, the, the new 8K 10th anniversary edition of BPJ. I kind of like the idea of it being majority what you've been watching because, like, everybody's been watching something like. I like hearing recommendations. Like I'm totally going to go watch some of these speedrun videos now. So, you know, if this is like 90% of the show and the other things are like little bits and pieces, that's totally fine with me. Just thought I'd throw that. I'm out with there. that. Yeah. And I suppose it's, it's nice that I'll, I, I will have a different perspective since I watch quite different things than what other people watch because they're watching it with, you know, spouses and, or to talk about it with other folks where I don't have a social network here so it's like sure i'll just I'll, I'll watch geeky youtube videos yeah um and leave the the big the big movies to to others yeah i do want to see spider-man though yeah yeah so yeah i'll go ahead and kick it off and i was gonna jump in with that so uh first thing i want to talk about spider-man into the spider-verse it's a animated spider-man movie that's been in theaters for i don't know two or three weeks and harper wanted to see it so we went and saw it and i saw it was getting good reviews um, but honestly, I really was not expecting too much from it. Mm -hmm. Troy, I tell you what, this is totally a Mad Max Fury Road kind of situation where I went in with no expectations and was absolutely blown away. Um, I'm going to make a very bold statement, but I think this is 
my favorite superhero movie ever made. Um, it's it's so good. Like, better than Thor three. Better than all of them. Better better than any okay. of them. Like you know, like the original Iron Man would be up there. The Spider Man Homecoming would be up there. The Christopher Nolan Batman's would be in there. Nineteen eighty nine Batman would be in there. Like. I'm not like a superhero movie junkie, even though I've seen most of them. Like most of them, I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but this movie like completely nails the comic book aspect of it. Like most of them do the superhero part kind of cool, but there's no semblance of any comic book connection. And they do like the thwaps and the you know text on the screen while there's things going on and. We're introduced to a new Spider-Man, Miles Morales, who's who is a Spider-Man in the comics, but like majority of people wouldn't know about him. He's kind of uh, an alternate version. Um, the animation style is really really cool. It's a cool story, like it's an original story. They have, uh, for instance, a female Doc Doc Ock, Doctor Octopus, uh, in the okay. movie. Um, there's a version of Green Goblin. There's uh, uh, Kingpin is hilariously oversized and enlarged in like a very cartoony way, but the story is very human and it's super fun and it's you know it's rated PG. We took Harper to it. Um, it is so good and so fun and um, you know there was so th- just to put it in perspective, there was a Pixar movie this year, Incredibles two, and then Disney had Wreck It Ralph two. Both of them were great. And I think this was better, like not even close better. And it won um, the uh, won the, the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature, which I thought was like really telling. Like I don't know that Pixar's ever lost on a year that it had one. What and, did Pixar movie was? What was the Pixar movie? Uh, Incredibles 2, which was – I know it's a sequel, but – um, you know, it was very crit- you know well well received critically, and it did really mm-hmm. well in the box office. Very well liked. Um, people have been waiting over ten years for a new Incredibles movie, and and this Spider Man movie wiped the floor with all of them. It is so good. So good. I highly I cannot recommend it. And and it, uh, not that this person's listening, but Phil Kejack was. I think I saw him on Twitter or Instagram or somewhere talking about how great this movie was. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's that's a fanboy reaction. You know, somebody who loves comic book movies is going to say that. And he was so right. So um, go see it. That's all I got to say. I will probably, to we'll be watch. truthful, I'm, I'm not sure where the closest movie theater. I know I could easily look it up. Um, I will definitely not go see it by myself in a movie theater, but when it comes out to rent on like YouTube, I'll, I'll rent it. Cause I've, yeah, uh, again, kind of, kind of with the Mad Max, I back kind of to talk back about YouTube, like my one outlet into like pop culture, it lets me shut off everything except for what I've subscribed to, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't, so I don't get to see movie trailers, uh, all that kind of stuff. So everything will be kind of kind of that that mad max like you were saying new thing and only i've only heard about this word of mouth and mm-hmm. one person that told me the other the only other person that told me about it had already seen it twice like in a single week and they liked it so much yeah and they are a, at least a year or two older than me i think yeah so that that says an, a lot and i think you said that harper's the one that wanted to go see it yeah 
So that means kids like it too. So I mean, that's 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 a, an achievement in its own right if it can get that big of an audience from from kiddos to to adults. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll probably be available to like rent digitally within two months, I would guess. But oh, I sure. Mean, you know, there's been a lot of Spider-Man franchise reboots. You know, and I don't think this one's supposed to be a reboot. It's like supposed to be kind of a standalone thing. But did you like Homecoming? Sorry to cut you off. I did. Yeah, yeah. I I'd, I'd say I probably like that the most of uh, any of the live action Spider-Man movies. Like I th- I thought that movie did it very well so yeah i never i i started watching the first reboot uh i can't remember what it was called now maybe the amazing spider-man and mm-hmm. uh i i guess i said 15 minutes in and then i had to do something else and i never came back to it because it just wasn't interesting i guess and i i want to see the homecoming one but i just haven't gotten around to it so uh i'm glad that you say it's good yeah yeah i liked it a lot because I don't know, I've, it's it's been taking me a while to get caught up on them, but superhero movies are one of the few things I will still uh, tune into, as BP would say, um, just because you have to suspend disbelief. It's a it's a comic book, like right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like I I don't have to believe that any anything in this universe is real. There are no rules that pertain to our world. Yeah, um, it, it, and I mean this is kind of revealed in the trailers, but like. What the bad guy is doing is crossing into like uh, interdimensional kind of thing where like current mm. current versions of reality are running at the same time as ours. And so in these other dimensions um, or crossover kind of periods, there's the Spider-Man exists in every dimension. It's just a little different. And they bring in, you know, there's a female Spider-Man. There's uh like neo noir spider is this in the cartoon or in the homecoming no in in the cartoon into the spider verse there's oh, like okay, a okay. neo noir like a black and white movie uh you know detective spider-man from like the 30s there's um uh, there's a pig spider-man like and i know when you hear this you go that sounds ridiculous and like but it, it like it's integral to the plot and it and it's uh I don't know. Isn't that from the Simpsons? Spider Pig? Yeah. Uh, I don't know which came first. If this, because like I think these other dimensional Spider Men are like in the Spider Man lore, if you will. Um, hmm. But I remember that Spider Prayer. Spider. I never saw. That's another thing. I don't think I've ever seen the Simpsons movie. Um, for as much as I love that show, I just either. because I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm going to hate it. And uh, anyway. Maybe maybe I have and I just don't remember it. That seems also possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many how many how many uh, Kurt Russells? I would honestly give it four out of four stars. Um, I loved it so much. Um, you know what's really we- weird? Can I can I can I get really inside baseball for a second? Yeah. So you know, uh, we did the. Um, or we, uh, True Nate introduced the, how many <laughs> Dwayne Johnsons, <laughs> Dwayne Johnsons, which is still one of the funniest fucking things in the world to me. Uh, and then one of the IGN episodes I listened to last week rated out of Brian Altano's. And I was like, did they, did they secretly get our brainwaves? Cause that seems very, um, very, 
ironic or maybe ironic is not the word. Yeah. It's like when Facebook, when you're on Facebook and you Google search something and then the next day you have like Amazon ads for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that joke that, that true Nate had, and then someone basically ripped that joke off from us, but it wasn't a podcast and there's no way those people did it. Just yeah. kind of in the ether of this, like, you know, what's a funny joke rating it how many out of a certain person out of a certain person instead of stars and it's nice that it's not the rock it's that it's dwayne johnson like for some reason that's funnier (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) yeah uh classic yep so um we will uh, i'll kind of just brush past black mirror so those that may reach this podcast and not be aware of it we are doing uh dave our friend of the show dave started a uh, what he calls the Netflix book club. I like to call it Broflix, but whatever. Um, we uh, we talk about a movie every couple weeks, and we'll start recording that and putting it on this thread. So um, I was going to talk about Black Mirror, but next week we will be watching Black Mirror Bandersnatch, uh, the Netflix movie for uh, Broflix slash Netflix book club. So I'm just going to skip over that for now. And then the only other thing I had was Bird Box. Um, but I think everybody's bird boxed out right now. So unless you want to know had, about it, Troy. No, because again, I saw it on here and again, being the, the super hipster that I am, I'm completely dense to the outside world and had no idea that people were recording themselves like walking into walls and off of bridges bird, and stuff bird like box that. Challenge. <laughs> right. So when you, you, you put it on there and I looked it up and again even that stuff didn't didn't creep out it was just you know sandra bullock and i, I immediately lost interest like i said on the, uh, <laughs> the bro flicks which i guess i understand why dave like bro flicks now thinking about it completely out of context does kind of sound like gay porn but uh that that aside on that other <laughs> thing that we were <laughs> that never crossed we, my uh, mind but now it does yeah no me either and yeah it's because i was like wow, you anyway um so we talked about it on there or before that just a little bit and uh the sandra bullock yeah no and then um red letter media did their review on it so i was like well i'm always again i love their jokes so no matter what even if i have no interest in the movie Mm -hmm. um i'll 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 watch their 25 minute video and i can't remember what they thought i don't think they thought it was that great like um but of course they had to comment on the the bird boxing thing and it's like it reminded me of that um, ice bucket challenge or ice water uh, challenge. If you, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember that, but like, yeah, that's just on the tail end of when I had Facebook still, and I remember I had a couple friends that did that, and I was like, not that that was one of my triggers off, but I was like, this is this is too much for me. Like, this is really weird, and I I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Type situation. Yeah, and I that's did. What it kind I of reminded did that, and I'm embarrassed that I did it. But did you really? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, okay. it was for ALS, and friend of the sure, show, sure. Uh, Faja Joe, his his father, unfortunately, this past year, uh, passed away from ALS. So it was a little more front of mind for me because he's a family friend, and and somebody had you know done the you know cha- I challenged Jeremy to do it, so I kind of what you know got caught up in the meme of the moment kind of thing, and well, like well, I'd sure. feel better about it if it somehow like raised money. For doing it, but I don't. Think I can't remember. Did it raise money, or it was just it was more awareness, right? Like it, it was an awareness the entire, thing. But but they the, the they, entire country to talk about it. Yeah, I'm they sure they're, did, they're they raised a ton fund. of money. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. 
No, and, and again, I, I'm not I, I'm not commenting on how other people did it or why other people did it or have anything negative to say about it, except for, again, I, I thought it was very weird. And it just, it kind of made me, it, 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 like, I, it, and that's what this kind of reminded me of, of like, right. just people doing something that everybody else is doing so they can be a part of it and post it and either get thumbs ups or whatever, whatever they are right. on the, the uh, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, yeah, so Fake anyway. internet points. <laughs> that, that made me, I mean, it's, it's fun just to watch it in the periphery and have, you know, uh, again, the, the few people I interact with here have not talked about it because I don't have, again, I don't talk to people about casual things usually, usually, unless it's their, right. their kids or their cats. Right. Um, because people have that to talk about now. So anyway, and if I don't have Instagram, I'm not seeing other people doing this, but I'm sure maybe I can ask you since you do have Instagram or no, you do? Instagram, other than Reddit, Instagram's like the only social network thing that I'm involved in. So did, did you see people on your feeds, however that works, doing the, the bird yeah, box? Yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was dumb from day one. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I've seen the movie, so I get it. And I guess it's kind of cute. But like, I saw a video today of somebody, they put a pair of like tidy whities on their dog's face. And the dog was like trying to find the owner. And it's like, haha, I get it. That's funny. And I, I the whole time I'm thinking, well, the dog is like really confused. Like that's kind of a mean thing to do to your dog. Like, why are we laughing about this? Like the dog has not seen the bird box. The dog that the dog does not give a shit about Sandra Bullock and, and her blindfold. Like the dog is looking for some, you know, some Doritos, bro. So why don't you give him a break? That was my thoughts. But I'm 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 with you. So anyway, it's just that when it when it becomes a weird phenomenon that absolutely everybody can take a part in and yeah. a lot of people do, it's very peculiar to me, but it's also fun to see how fast that will not be a thing anymore. Like if not within a couple of days, like within oh, a week yeah. or two, the life cycle is um, very short on these things. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is wonderful for him. Cynical hipsters like myself. Um, we don't have to hate on stuff for long or it, be snarky about it, but can yeah. I ask you some questions about the movie that they don't address in the review? Yeah. Real quick. The only other thing I was going to yeah. say is like, I feel like kind of what you're talking about is like, you know, the old, the olden days of like water cooler talk, like water cooler talk was used to be like, I'm talking about this thing. And now water cooler talk is I'm going to be a part of this social movement. Like I am in the water cooler talk. I can, I can will my way into it if I make a funny meme video. Um, so it's just kind of funny. Like if you're just like observing society, it's interesting that that's kind of where we're at now. Um, well, kind of what you were saying. I mean, it's the dream of everybody like to get to, or at least, you know, probably when I was growing, it was like, you get to be on TV. Like, Oh, I wish I was on salute your short term. I wish I was in Terminator two. Right. Like, you know, cause I was probably right around or maybe a year or two younger than, um, Macaulay Culkin and or Eddie Furlong. And I was like, that must be the, the dream life ever. And they both kind of turned out kind of weird, but, um, you know, now everyone gets to do that. Like, even if, even if nobody watches it, I mean, even if no one listens to our podcast, it's fun to talk and, you know, uh, put, put something out there and, and, uh, right. you know, be a, a creator of something. So yeah, I totally, totally understand why it happens. It's very weird to me. Yeah. We're People like kind of doing what walls. we're saying. We don't like at the same time, I guess with a podcast, but yeah, I get it. Um, um sure. Now, if no, the only thing I would say is, uh, 10 years ago or five years ago, like when I had, or you had, uh, 
uh, a means to post that to people that had no interest in my, uh, I mean, I'll say, you know, podcasting or vodcasting or whatever is some sort of artistic expression, but like, yeah. you know, people I know from work or from college that don't, couldn't care less about a, a, a podcast about records or whatever. Like right. I was posting that on Facebook. So like, yes, like reflecting back on that now, I would never do that now. And mm. like, yeah, that's probably, that's kind of pretty stupid, but you know, posting this for Matt Jones and, and it's an excuse to, I don't get to see you every day. So yeah, I don't know. Catching up, bro. Yeah, totally, bro. More words. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you said you had some questions about. Yes. Yes. So box? it's a monster. It's a monster. Well, it's the movie's fairly ambiguous. So, okay. So you never get to see it. Uh, I know that that's I don't want to I just I don't want to spoil anything about the movie just in case Matt Foster or somebody wants to listen to this episode so I, I don't want to say yes or no to that but it is well, you very you have to just just fast forward 5 minutes. All right. You I know that that's the whole gimmick like if you look at this monster gimmick it makes you kill yourself or kill somebody else or want to die or you die something like that. You don't have to tell me that. You don't have to be specific. Right. But. Whatever it is that you're seeing makes you immediately uh, immediately want to want to kill yourself like and, okay. and just end it so so like the second that the outbreak you know it's kind of like the classic like zombie movie early on in the movie everything's normal in the world and then you have that whole sequence that every one of these types of movies always has where the world goes to shit and you see the whole thing unfold and 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 it's it's and, a disease or a like a creature well, again, that is sort of ambiguous in the movie. And honestly, it, you don't, it's not even necessarily important that you know that answer, to be honest. Yes, it's just, so, okay, 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 okay. So let me, I'm going to, sorry, I know what this vape thing. So is it as ambiguous as the golden box in Pulp Fiction? No. Like you honestly never get to see it? Yeah, it, it's insinuated. Uh, so. Okay, so brief spoiler. If you're worried, uh, uh, this is not a true spoiler because it doesn't. I want true spoilers, Jeremy. Well, I'm, I'm just, never going to watch this movie. I want to warn people if if they yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, like, no, skip ahead thirty seconds if if you're concerned about this. But um, so you don't ever see the creature or whatever it is. It, it could in the movie they don't know what it is, so the audience doesn't know what it is. But. It's implied that maybe it's a monster, maybe it's aliens. Uh, the The creators of the show this week on Instagram released a picture of the creature, and they actually made it and they they did the costume and everything like that. You can look it up, uh, but they cut it from the movie for whatever reason. And I think it's it better. Well, it it's stupid. No, it's very humanoid and just like a creepy humanoid looking monster thing. Um, I I don't. I don't. I think the movie was better for not having it in it personally, uh, because the whole idea was whatever they saw, either riddled them with that. That's kind of what's implied is that they see something that gave them such tremendous guilt about something in their past that they wanted to kill themselves. So like, if that's what mm. if that's what's driving people to do it, because there's there's little instances where someone like mentions something that like in their past, and then they go mm -hmm. like. A person gets into a car that's on fire. Like they literally just get in the driver's seat and sit down and the car's engulfed in flames. So hmm. self-immolation. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's various ways people off themselves in the movie, but um I saw uh, someone walk in front of a bus or a train. Yeah, yeah. But it, the, and I think that was it. 
Yeah, it's none of it's super graphic, uh, but like, you know, it is interesting because like without seeing the creature, the whole idea is that you're wondering like, what is it that they saw that made them want to do that? Um, so, and then there's one other interesting thing about it, and this is again a spoiler, so skip ahead another thirty seconds. But there are people in the world that are immune to it, and hmm. these people are. People that like in the movie, they reference like people escaped from a mental hospital or whatever, but they're people that have some sort of mental problem and they are obsessed with how beautiful this thing is. If you could see it and they'll be like, you have to see it, you have to see it. And then, and then some of them are so zealous to the point where they'll actually grab the person and like restrain them and force their eyes open to look at it. And then of course, their eyes, like, it has this effect where their eyes change and then they go, you know, jump out of a window or do something. Um, so hmm. they're, they're almost like a bigger threat. But meanwhile, Sandra Bullock is running around. And um, so if it's one, if it's one, whatever, I won't say it just in case people have returned. If Matt Jones has returned and not seen the Bird Box movie. Uh, so kind of like the Santa Claus syndrome, how is one whatever infecting the entire planet or not the, is it at a small, is it more small scale? It, it never says that. I assume it's worldwide. Um, but I, I would guess if I had to guess, it's probably some sort of alien invasion. Um, mm. just because there's, there seem to be a lot of the creatures around like, Oh, it, okay. The, I thought it was a singular entity, whatever it could be. No. Cause, cause there, there's like in the movie, like, it's constant threat. Like at the beginning of the movie, like everyone, like, like everyone everywhere is like, you know, they're driving down the road and there's like an explosion behind them and a bus just like drove into a, a building and, you know, a car flying through the air and then people, you know, standing in front of moving cars and stabbing themselves in the throat and just like it's mayhem at the beginning. So, um, so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, just quick aside, uh, my mm-hmm. audio, the thing the thing that's bringing in your audio into the board, uh, yeah. it's charging, but apparently the draw is faster than it can charge, so it's giving me 10% warning. Oh, bummer. Um, so I guess we may want to expedite Wrap this. Wrap it up? Yeah. Sure. Uh, hey, Troy. How many, oh, how yeah. many Dwayne Johnsons out of uh, Dwayne Johnson? I'd say two and a half. Okay. Two and a half Dwayne Johnsons. Worth a watch. Oh, Don't I regret have, it. Not amazing. No, I, I had one more question. I am so sorry. Oh, and yeah. And we can end whatever. Uh, so my, I don't know, I'm just stupid or confused, but so there's no, they don't challenge you in the movie to do the bird box challenge. No. Someone came up with what can I do blindfolded? Yes. That's just, that's the whole gimmick. And then they posted it or I the, on the half in the bag thing, they said, that there's rumors of that it was a conspiracy by, you know, the movie studio or Netflix or someone like that uh, to, to use, you know, like my not mining bots, whatever they're called, to spam out hashtag bird box challenge to get it trending on Twitter so people would be curious about it. And then that wouldn't know, that wouldn't you know I mean? surprise me. But like the movie is a very, very serious movie. Like there's no very little humor in it. Um, John Malkovich is in it, by the way. He's really good in it. But, I like John Malkovich. Yeah. I don't like Sandra Bullock, though. Yeah, it's a deadly serious, like, very little humor, you know, It makes more sense now that you... Kind of movie. 
you say it, it's it's like a zombie movie like again yeah. not i'm not going to go watch it or anything but uh that makes a little bit more sense because if you just see like the clips that i saw on their show of like sandra bullock paddling in a canoe with a blindfold i was like so it's a game show like the hunger games about wearing <laughs> blindfolds and how long you can survive or something right. um but right. they can, like, so yeah it makes more sense now that you're saying it's something that yeah, it's some sort of something entities or aliens or whatever that right. uh, infects a human brain. Yeah. Okay, I get it. It's a, I mean, it's a horror movie, I would say. Horror, thriller, kind of. Because you couldn't, you couldn't make another zombie movie in 2018, could you? Like, zombies are officially, have stopped, I think. I mean, I think they're still making them, but I, I, I really? do, I don't know. I mean, this essentially it, is a zombie movie, really, right, in my right. opinion. Well, that's a... But that's it, what I mean. Maybe, but maybe it was originally spin and they on changed it. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, the spin on in the concept is, is unique and interesting enough to warrant the movie to exist. I think like, um, even though I didn't love the and movie, it, most of what I didn't like about the movie isn't anything wrong with it. More, other than like, there's, you know, plot holes and like, why are they doing this now? And like, Oh, of course this is happening now because that's what the movie needs to have happen. Like things like that. It's, you know, so that's just that's just my hot take. I, it's not a f- cinematic masterpiece, but f- uh, Sandra Bullock's performance is outstanding. The conceit and the plot line and the atmosphere and all that's really cool. It's just some of the story beats are a little, little like eh, I don't know about that. More like Sandra No Watch. <laughs> that that kind of rhymes. Yeah, that's, that's my best attempt. Uh, uh, Troy, we we yeah, I I vote that we. Do one more thing, just because I don't want to just it to just chop off. So anything no, we don't do, we can, let's save. Or or yeah, or just end it now. That's fine. We can just talk about Sandra Bullock some more, and save the rest. Because what the rest is oh oh well, Mean Gene, but no one really cares about that except for me and BP. Mean Gene died. Uh, somebody died yeah. this week. Mean Gene died. <laughs> <laughs> Gong. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we can we can just wrap it up. I mean, as far as what what you what you've been eating, we can touch on that next week. Probably still be eating them. Oh yeah, I can still review them for sure. Yep. And then um, yeah, and then I got a good needs to stop that I saw I thought of today. So I'll save that. Okay. Until next time, we'll make it we'll make it a what you've been watching spectacular. Just because you know we did the uh, Broflix slash Netflix book club this week. Maybe I should just start calling it Netflix Book Club. Should I just adopt that? Netflix Book Club. Yeah, but you have to change the uh, the group chat so it pings everybody at one in the morning. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, hey Troy, as always. Yo. Thanks for uh, you've been you've been kind of pushing to to do this for a little while, and I'm glad you did. I'm really excited to bring it back. And it was uh, fun. The 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 other the. Well, I was living at the other place anyway, or or it seemed like it. So no, I we'll I think it was for me. It was mostly just because I I think we stopped doing it right around the time that we we moved. And oh, I that's kinda, true. I forgot because you tore the studio down. Yeah, so now it's in full okay, effect. That makes sense. I still got some tweaks to do. I want to get it to a point where we can just sit down and do it without you know too much to do, setting it up. Yeah. So I got a few things like now I got a dead battery issue. Like that's not something I anticipated. So. Um, but we'll, it's all good. Troubleshoot. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. And then, uh, what what do you think? Like, you want to get on a schedule? Like, 
you know, every two weeks or so, like just kind of stick to when we're doing bro flicks and do this after. Totally. That's, that is probably the best idea. If it, if it works for your schedule, that'll be the easiest thing for me to do. Absolutely. Um, because I, again, I, I likely will not get to make bro flicks every time, but I can definitely get home in time to do this at seven or seven thirty. Yeah. And then it's all one day a week since we're all grown ass people now. For show, sure, for show. Sure. So, all right. Well, until next time, go horse and, uh, we'll, uh, We'll uh, see there. Uh, once again, if you want to try downloading the Anchor app and looking up BPJ podcast, send us a message if you uh, hear this. And then uh, you can, as always, email the show at bpnjpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'm going to go to that, get that app, I think. Yeah, check it out. And uh, hey, Troy, and what up? And what up?